Welcome along to another episode of the Make Life Work podcast, the home edition, with me, Cy Jobling. This series, I'm talking to people from around the tech scene about how they're coping through the COVID-19 lockdown and trying to find a balance with any work, personal demands and any side projects. This week, I've invited back Dom Hodgson for a brief chat on how he's doing. Dom has always impressed me with his can-do attitude, endless side projects, fitness challenges, and even keeping his family and himself happy and engaged. Dom joined me for the first ever episode of Make Life Work back last year, so I thought it'd be a great chance to catch up, see how he's been doing through lockdown and what he's been getting up to. Let's do it. How you doing, Dom? I'm doing very well, mate. What about yourself? I'm doing okay, all things yeah. considered. It's a sunny day and I'm stuck in my bedroom recording with you. What, what more could I want? Well, I don't know what could be better than that, quite frankly. I'm, I'm in my dining room looking at you when it's beautifully sunshine outside. But no, it's yeah, it's good to see you. Um, great to have you back. And yeah, it's been, yeah been I thought it'd be good to catch up. You've done, uh, you've done a fair few episodes since we, since we did our first chat almost a year ago, I think, wasn't it? Oh, I don't think it was quite a year. I think it was about October time when we did it. Yeah, first I mean, one. Uh, we're talking coronavirus here, so it feels like you know April's been a year. <laughs> April's been more than a year. I think everyone is struggling through it. How are you coping with it all, though? Yeah, it's it's really hard to sort of like personally like moan about it on Twitter and so, social media because to be honest, we're actually doing okay. We we my wife and I we own our own company, so we're not furloughed we can work at home and we have done before for quite a while. It is a little bit difficult with having Scarlett here and I'm really trying not to just stick her in front of Netflix all day. So we're trying to educate and entertain and distract her. And so Heather and I are taking it in shifts. So like she'll do an hour, I'll do an hour upstairs and then we'll, we'll I'll take a Scarlett for a walk, things like that. It is, it's really hard. There's a lot of 2am nights because if we want to have a conversation about work stuff or want to work on something together, we can only do that after eight, nine o'clock when she's in bed right. and asleep. And then we've got to do a bit of cleaning up. So there's a lot of late nights, but again, I, I, we're in so much better position than, than many, many other people. So I sort of feel that I can't complain. If, if we hadn't like, like last time we spoke, like we were talking about how we were, we were going to Shanghai and we we're going to Hong Kong and Tokyo. And I was really excited about that. Obviously we couldn't have picked a worse time and a worse location for a holiday. So <laughs> if we hadn't have had to cancel that and the first week of lockdown, it really hit little warden hard. We had a lot of customers cancel and it really, really wasn't a good time. Um, if, if that hadn't have happened, actually for us, lockdown has been, I wouldn't say a good thing, but we've we've had a lot more family time together. We've done a lot more stuff. Um, we've been in this house six years, and we finally unpacked the last box. Hey. You know, we, we, so I can finally say we've moved in, and little things like that. We've actually made the most of it. We've been working on our Christmas projects and things like that, and we've been doing a lot of family stuff together. But yeah, it really as a business, it hit little warden hard, and it's things have recovered a little bit, but it really gave us pause to think what and reevaluate the business yeah it's interesting that because i've been in a similar boat i'd started my new job this year about five weeks before lockdown and chinese owned so we already had a head start on what was expected um so when i'm, I'm on week 11 i think it is now at home spent more time at home than i have in the office which yeah. is weird yeah but we've actually been okay we've continued working we've not had any furlough required for the staff so which is massive win for the company um and i don't want to brag about it but it's just yeah we are in that situation where 
we're quite privileged and like lifestyle wise i'm so much happier as well i've i'm getting more time with the kids bit too much at times but like you but it's it's i can't fault it it's <laughs> the best time of our lives and we keep telling the kids and reminding them we won't ever have this again this is one of the best times we're no. gonna have together unfortunately we can't do much but we are together exactly and yeah, yeah I, I feel like we are the privileged in that sense you know people obviously suffering and dying in this situation but silver linings i'm coping pretty well all things considered yeah no I, I and i feel exactly the same we've just got to make the most of what we can and mm. uh yeah i do i do miss leaving the house <laughs> i went I, yeah. I dropped some stuff off for um heather's parents the day and i went in the car and just to have a drive have a proper drive it just felt so good it's weird though isn't it because i like to do the supermarket run every couple of weeks with the whole family i try to get everyone in one shop that that trolley is yeah. a, it's a nightmare trying to get everyone's different shops in. I, I so so as, as a family pre-lockdown we we spent a lot of time at, at restaurants we ate out an incredible lot because we worked from nine to five scala went to the charminder we picked her up and we wanted to use that family time together so we go to a restaurant and we, we, there was lots of restaurants we went to and we knew all the team and we go there and then we come home and have a bit more family time before Scarlett goes to bed. Now I'm spending so much time in my kitchen. I am sick of it, whether it's cooking, cleaning. Oh my God. And like the, the weekly big shop, I used to just pop into our Asda's just down the road. It's a five minute walk. I used to just pop in there maybe sometimes twice a day, just to know. Now I have to mentally prepare myself for going to the supermarket. And I've got to go tonight and I'm just like, okay, I've got a list. And I'm trying to optimize it down to where it is in the aisle, so I only have to go down once. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Again, but those these little habits are weird. So I mean, going back before lockdown, I did tend to have my route in the supermarket, going up and down the aisles, and I tried to do that list in that order. But then when I'm getting the extra list on top, so for my mother, for my in-laws, yeah. for my sister as well, these lists don't coordinate anymore. <laughs> so yeah. I'll end up going down to the final aisle, going. Oh crap! They wanted something over there, didn't they? <laughs> and luckily, Aldi aren't as, as enforced with the one-way system, so I can just, you know, there are other supermarkets that are available. Um, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I'm an Aldi fan. I love it, and I think it, I just I like you. I, I used to just pop to the car up once or twice a day, maybe most nights to be honest after work. Yeah. Now I'm doing it once a week just to reduce that, you know, impact on them more than anything. I, I'm okay. I, I can cope. It's just. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the locals, really. So um, talking to locals, actually, how are you finding it with your local community and neighbours and stuff? Because you're quite a good community environment, aren't you, where you, where you live? I, I don't really speak to many of the neighbours. We don't live in, like, the best area. Um, like, the, right. the neighbour across the road, we talk and we, we have a chat and stuff like that. And then I have seen more of my neighbours on the, the Thursday night clap um, than, than anything else. But there just tends to be I've – I've joined the local Facebook group. And my God, if you have not joined your local Facebook group for your local area, it is incredible. I want to rename um, it Pitchforks because there's some of the comments that come out. It's, just, it's like, did you see this guy driving like a lunatic? Most days, yeah. What are you going to do about it? It just it just seems like it, it's just become apparent that already there's, there's lines at the moment with like the people who believe it's a hoax and the people who believe it's real. And like the people who refuse to wear a mask and things like that, like, like my my wife made me and my daughter matching masks so that we can go out together so that she feels comfortable. Good. And it's just um, community wise, I wouldn't say it's a, it's changed it that much other than 
we've spent a lot more time at home and people have seen me putting Christmas lights up in May. So they've asked a few questions. That's great. I mean, yeah, I mean, I've seen you do your Christmas light thing. You know, we talk a lot about your side projects, but isn't it a bit early? Do, do you know what? It's actually quite light, like, because it's not, you've got to build each individual bit. I mean, I've, I've started posting on Instagram just the amount of work that it is. So this, this will have like two and a half thousand lights in. And they've all going to be individually programmed and synchronized to music. You've got to build all the props that attach them to the house. And if I started this in October, like, and, you know, each, each prop is probably 10 hours work building it and then wow. soldering it. And then you've also got to do the show towards it so that each each light has got to be timed to the millisecond with the song. So you can spend you can spend two, three months building your, your house and getting it, getting it ready. And then you've got to actually design the show. And we, we want to do six songs. So I've got to do six songs. So we're doing um, Happily Ever After, which is the 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 final song in the uh, Magic Kingdom at Disney's uh, theme, um, Fireworks. Yep. And I've been actually doing, we've got, they're called Singing Voices. So they, they actually move the, move the words to the music. But I've, I've listened to it probably 300 times at, at 0.5 speed because you've got to get each individual vowel and word <laughs> right and, and timed. So it's not it's not a, it's not a short thing, and you've you've got to have a certain personality to get into this hobby. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I could cope with listening to that song five hundred times at all. I know you're a massive Disney guy, but I'm like, I like it. I'm not that much, <laughs> and, and that's fine. You know what? I don't take offence. No. People sometimes say that to rile me up. Like, uh, I'm like, everybody has their own everybody has their own opinions. Own limits. You probably hate him out of disco. I'd play to you if if you're around me. To be honest. It's country music or bust, mate, in my house. That's how it is. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, you mentioned earlier about um, your, your, your plans to travel to Asia as well. So what, yeah. what's going on there? You know, obviously, we can't go now. What, what's, what are you trying to do to make that work and have something to look forward to? Um, at the moment, uh, we, are, we are avoiding talking about the subject because it's a little bit upsetting. Um, we managed to get almost all the money back. So that's a good thing. And it, it's sort of like siloed away in an account ready for mm. ideally in an ideal world i could book the same dates for next year but obviously we planned it this year because scarlet's not at school she was at, she was at nursery we wouldn't have to miss any she would have to miss some reception but again it all depends on whether we can check we can fly there next year and, and how it is i i would like to say that this time next year that we can go but nobody knows we don't know do we no we, we i i picked a bad year to do a lot of disney trips this year because we've got three runs planned uh, at Disney World, and um, we've got the Disneyland Paris. It's the 50 year of their half marathon, and I, I can't, I can't see that happening at the moment. And loads of runs are going to be cancelled. You know, the Great North Run they haven't announced it yet, but there's no way they had 60,000 people in Newcastle that you no know, starting a race together. There's no way you can socially distance that. Nope. So a lot of plans are going to change. But again, these plans. For me, I can't really sp- I can't really moan about it on Twitter. Oh, you know, because there's like there's people going. I'm having to go to a food bank. I'm having to. I, I'm. I, you know, I'm not having a job. Expensive. There was a yeah. stat that came out the other day, which is like thirty percent of the thirty percent of the workforce is unemployed. They just don't know it yet. Because when when the furlough ends, yeah. you know, a lot of companies are going to have to cut back. Yep. So we've just got to make the most of what we can and. Try, try not to complain too much. No. But on this podcast, it's just me and you. Nobody's watching, apart from the, the thousands of people that download this. Thousands may be pushing it, but no, we are, we're getting a few numbers. It's good. Um, you were saying, yeah, we can't make any plans 
there's not much you can do, but, you know, making the best case scenario. So, I mean, before the show, you were talking about the musicals as well. Yeah. Do you want to go into that area a bit more as well? Yeah, my, my new T-shirt came today, which says uh, the show must go on, um, which is a collaboration of the West End musicals are put together for a bit of a fundraiser. Quite apt at the moment as well. Yeah. Um, not only am I a big Disney guy, sort of like we, we love going to a show. We've, we had it, we had about nine shows booked over the next few months, including like Lion King. We were taking Scarlet to our first proper West End style show. Uh, my wife and I like to do a bit of a weekend just us where we, we call it, well, it's been called a full hodge, which is basically you get the train down on Friday morning, you Friday afternoon, you see a show Saturday morning, you, you see Saturday, you do a matinee and then an evening show. Sunday you do a matinee and then you get the train home. Wow. And like and we, we we try and do that every year, every other year. The the last time I managed to do it we got we I managed to get Hamilton on the Saturday and then Aladdin and then both Cursed Childs on the Sunday. And so that was that took a lot of planning. Oh but but, uh, but yeah this basically this was in the middle of coronavirus and I will say for anybody listening, when you when when everything's over, come from away is one of the best shows on the West End out there at the moment. It's the best thing since Hamilton, and you all need to go and see it. Okay. It, it, it is absolutely beautiful. I do need to book some in. It's been a while since I've been to a musical, to be honest. And we keep talking about them. Hamilton is another one. I think they're doing like a live stream of it soon or something, aren't they? So so this is a really – so getting my Disney geek hat on. Um, so they paid something like $75 million for a copy of – so they, they film all the Broadway shows. Yeah. Uh, but they're never really released because they make a lot of money on licensing the tours and the student things. So not all the original cast, but some of the original cast were filmed doing uh, a Broadway version. And Disney bought the rights to that for a lot of money. And the idea was is that Hamilton was going to end its original Broadway run next year in July. Then the the show that was filmed was going to go into theatres, so IMAX, everything like that, special big theatres for a theatre release and then it was going to go on Disney Plus but that wasn't until next like October November right and Disney Disney are scrambling for content so much that they are foregoing the theatre release foregoing everything like that and actually bringing it to Disney Plus July the 4th this year wow and it's it's absolutely crazy just the amount of money that they spent on that and uh, are forego- like a, a theatre release of that would bring you millions oh, gotcha. absolutely millions and they paid so much money. And people think it's for the film version. The film rights are, are a completely different negotiation. This is literally just for a copy of um, the film. And I can't wait to see it. I'm not, I, you know, there, there are there are theatre bootlegs out there of, of discerning quality. I'm not saying I've watched them. But if, if I had the opportunity to watch Hamilton on Disney+, Plus, I would do that quite a lot. It's such a good show i've heard good, many good things about it my other friends have said the same they're massive musical fans as well um i like the date of that because that's just before my birthday so that might be one of the things we do on that weekend yeah um it's, it's, it de- definitely um it's scarlet knows all the words including the sweary ones but she doesn't <laughs> understand the sweary ones at the moment you know she's <laughs> she, the amount of the amount of broad, uh, broadway and west end shows that she knows the soundtrack to that she's never seen oh bless. Is, uh, it's funny. I love that. It's brilliant. Um, you mentioned earlier about the the runs as well. So I know you've yes. got a few things coming up. Do you want to tell us about what is happening with your health and fitness side of things? Uh, so health and fitness side of things, not very well at all at the moment. Um, I was doing, I was doing, I was doing all right. I tried to lose some weight over Christmas, and I was doing quite well. Um, 
And then I was actually doing really well until lockdown. And then I just sort of gave it all up. And I was like, right, I just need to focus on being happy. Yeah. And what makes me happy is chocolate and cake. So that's been helping a lot. Yep. But this will be my 50 year running for Martin House. We spoke about this last time yep. a little bit. I do fundraising for Martin House. So last year we raised about 20 grand, which was absolutely brilliant. And in total, we've raised uh, over 40. So this year was going to be my last year of doing running. Not not fundraising as a whole, but I hate running. I absolutely, I, I really, I don't enjoy it at all. So, and because personally, I think that if you do something for money and you do the same thing, you've got to do it a bit further. So the first year we started off doing two half marathons, then we did six, and then we did nine. Um, and I just thought, do you know what? Like it gets to a point where at some point, I'm going to have to do an ultra marathon if I keep this going. And I really don't want to do that because you can't do it in costume. Yep. Um, not easily. So I was like, right, okay, this will be the last year and we're going to go out with a bang. And actually on the on the side Slack channel, which you should all be in right now, we, should be. we were discussing earlier on in January our my, my plan for this year, which was, of course, to do 20 half marathons in 2020. And we got a program available. We got we downloaded a poster. We got that up in the, the gym because I was going to do it in the middle of a gym in the middle of a Friday while everybody else was doing their normal workouts. And I spoke to the manager, I spoke to the, the, the gym get team, and they loved it. And we did two of them, um, each two weeks apart, just test runs. And we didn't film any of it. We didn't, but absolutely, everybody loved it. It was so funny. And like, just people's reactions as they just walked into the gym and they saw a guy in a parrot costume doing, doing a half. And we raised a bit of money like that. Um, and then obviously they closed the gyms, mm. so we couldn't do that. And I was, I would say, wallowing in a bit of self pity that I had this big idea for quite a while and then i just suddenly thought do you know what and it was talking to the team at martin house and realizing that you know like they, they they're, they're about to if this goes on for three months they'll lose 1.7 million oh no which is a phenomenal amount That's huge man. and it's not it's not like charities that can just you know okay we just we won't do that project anymore we won't do that we'll cut back this this is the place that's open 24 hours a day it has staff it has nurses it has doctors it has helplines they go out to people's houses and they do so much care, they can't just turn it off. And I, and I just thought, okay, I need to actually do something. So one of the things that we had booked and we hadn't changed, providing it happens, is we were going to do the Dopey this year mm. in January, which is something for years I'd said I'd never do because it was a stupid concept. But uh, I, it just seemed like a nice fitting end. Yeah. So the Dopey, for those that don't know, is a 5K run on the Thursday, a 10K run on the Friday, a half marathon on the Saturday, and then on Sunday morning, you get up at 3 a.m. and then do a full marathon. Um, all, all in Florida heat as well. In Florida heat as well. Yeah. Oh. So that, so that, that, that was that was the plan for this year. What we we're going to do. Yeah. And partly the 20 half marathons was to train my body into actually being able to do that, and I can do that because when I did my first uh, Great North Run like five years ago, I actually. Um, <laughs> I, I got back to the hotel room about midday and I ordered Deliveroo to my room, literally to the room. I put the room number on there and then I didn't move from the room at all. <laughs> and actually, if I go to Deliveroo, it's the last address that I use on that. It's the Brilliant. same suites in Newcastle. Um, and now when we do the Disney races, I go back to the room after a half marathon, I have a shower and then my granddad comes with us and he's in his wheelchair and I push him around the park for the rest of the day. Blimey. So I know that, I know that my body can be used to doing the half marathons and do that, but can it get used to actually doing waking up on the Sunday morning, 
after doing a five, a ten and a half, and going, okay, you need to do everything you've done over the last three days and then some more. And a bit more, yeah. Oh, mate. Yeah. Suck of a punishment, aren't you? I just, I just think it, but you know, it's funny. Oh, it's brilliant. Like, yeah. I, I found if there's one thing that causes people to raise money, it's it for me. It's it's seeing me in pain and agony and upset. I'll pay for that. And the run, the runs definitely do that. You know, we raised when I launched the campaign, we raised a thousand pound on the first day. Amazing. And the target this year, the target this year is three thousand because. Um, partly because nobody's got any money because of coronavirus and everything like that. And I'm not pushing for donations. I'm pushing for awareness of the charity, people to give some time, people to share it and like it. Um, money's great, but also Captain Tom took a load of money from all the other fundraisers with his 30 million. So, I mean, fair play to the bloke. Absolutely you know, legend. But, yep. Yeah. So you've... <laughs> there goes my knighthood. <laughs> <laughs> we never know. One day in the future, Dom Hodgson, <laughs> Sir Dom. <laughs> I can't wait to see that. But honestly, mate, that, um, you, sh- you should be really proud of yourself. I mean, committing to that is quite an achievement in, the start in itself. Yeah, let's not go too far. Let's not be proud of myself for committing to it. I commit myself to not eat chocolate quite often, and I break that. Let's 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 come back in a few months when we've done. So when this goes out, I'll have done my first run. So yep. we're, every Friday morning, we're live streaming on as many platforms as I can to a half marathon. I'll probably start about six o'clock. And then it, and each one will be in a unique costume. And, you know, I'll, I've got my iPad. I've actually, um, I'll post some pictures later on of my setup, my streaming setup, because I've actually I've bought a case for the iPad, which is a plastic one, and I've Velcroed it to the treadmill Amazing. so that I can do the chats during, during the things, and I've got a microphone. And we're just going to have some fun with it. So we're going to... Are you typing then while you're running? Or are you verbally? I'm verbally, so I'm going to read that. But um, the way that I'm going to run will be, um, it's called the Galloway method, which is you do one minute running, one minute walking, two minutes running, two minutes walking, one minute running, one minute walking. And I'm going to attempt that for the first 20 minutes, and then I'm just probably just going to walk it the rest of the way. But um, nice. I've also built a system. Do you ever do you watch a lot of speed runs at all on YouTube? Have you ever seen them? No. So the, no. do you know the concept of a speed run? No, you have to explain that to me. So. So the idea of a speedrun is you try and complete the game as fast as possible. And you use either glitches or you use, you know, you try and, so for instance, you can complete Mario 64. The new record now is just under 15 minutes. Okay. They broke the 15 minute barrier where you can complete the entirety of Mario 64 in 15 minutes. But they use loads of software to time each individual sections. So they know like I should be at this point, I should be at this point, I should be at this point. And I, what I've done is I've downloaded all the software and I've set it up so that I've got all, all the K back, back markers. So the first time that I do it, I, I hit a button and it says, okay, you did 1K in this time, 1K in that time, and you go through. And then the next time it will tell you whether you're a, a, a ahead of pace, below pace, so that I can try and beat myself mentally each time. Fantastic. You, you're getting all the kit in there, mate. Well, a lot of it I already had. So um, I built a couple of game show buzzers uh, a couple of years ago for um, – some game shows that I was running and I've just Velcroed one of them to the side of the um, uh, treadmill and I can just hit that. It sends a keyboard command to the laptop and then it runs it. It's, it's fairly simple software, but I think it has an effect of sort of gamifying it for the, for the audience. And then after a few times, I think we're going to try and do stuff where they can, they can donate to pick the costume. They can donate to pick the speed for a little bit. We're going to try and we're going to mm-hmm. try and, uh, have a bit of fun with if anybody watches i'm not bothered if nobody watches i'm happy just to 
listen to my music and just to walk and cry on my own. How do you how long do you reckon it will take then? So you're starting at six AM and it will go through to what about nine, ten o'clock or something like that, or is that a bit bit more? Yeah, I, I figure I figure with the costume and the the fact that I pretty much haven't done any running at all this year. Um it will take me about between between three and a half and four hours for the first mm-hmm. one. And then my aim is to get that to two hours forty five by the end of it. Oh nice, so you got to set yourself that, a goal, which is good. Yeah. Okay. I did I did a half marathon I want to say 15 years ago, and I did that in two hours 45. So I'd like to get back to that pace. And that's that's all I want. And then, you know, if I can do the if I can do the full marathon in under six hours, I'll be happy. That's awesome, especially with the costume ideas. Well, you're ticking a lot of boxes here. You got health in in your belt there. You've got a goal. You have got side projects with all the fun making side of it as well. You're ticking all the boxes, mate. You're doing well. Yeah, I, I'm just trying to make. I'm, I'm trying to make the best of it. I'm trying to see see what I can do to be productive. Um, one of the things I do on on Twitter every day is just try and highlight some of the good stuff that's come out of it. So I've started a, a thing on Twitter called Lockdown Good News, and every day at ten o'clock, when I remember, um, I post um, what 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 good things happened during lockdown for you over the last twenty four hours, and we get people doing talking about the baking, talking about their projects, just saying I've had a relaxing day, I've had a good conversation, I've met somebody, met some friends, and it just reminds you that there are good things that are happening in this time where everybody's just like oh god it's never gonna end yeah i mean again hats up to you for just trying to be positive through all this it's, it's difficult and i know a lot of people are struggling you know i'm doing this because i just feel like there's a chance to try and bring some joy to people when it's very difficult times right but we will get through it it is what it is unfortunately people are suffering but can't always focus on the negative. I've, that's why i've turned the news off quite frankly i don't do the news anymore it just brings so much negativity yeah. to the house i I don't need to know how many people have died again. I know it's happening, and when it's not happening, then it's news to me. Yeah, I've 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 been focusing more on watching stuff. I've completed Netflix. Completed. Um, yeah, took a while. Completed it, mate. I, <laughs> to the point where the other day I watched I watched the documentary on I think it was Sunderland FC. Oh, and I've never been to a football match in my life. <laughs> but by the end of it, I was like, go on, get promotion, go on. I won't spoil it. But... <laughs> no, don't spoil it for anyone. I said to my son the other day, have you completed YouTube yet in lockdown? Yeah. You've got the opportunity, really. Do you watch much beyond, you know, what you, you said Netflix and Disney Plus. Is there anything else you're going to do for joy outside of all these fun projects? Well, we, we watch so much YouTube. And actually, it's, it's, it's funny because we watch a lot of Disney YouTube and with – with having to cancel the holiday, I sort of disconnected from Disney a little bit. So I stopped reading the Disney news. I stopped listening to the Disney podcast. I stopped looking at the YouTube. And I just realized how much of my day is consumed by looking at Disney stuff. And so I was like, oh, I've got lots of time now. And But we spend a lot of time on YouTube. Um, my, my daughter loves Bon Appetit. She loves watching the baking videos and Babish and all that. And so that's why we do a lot of baking now. I watched a video the other day on making donuts using yogurt and self-raising flour. Nice. So, when we when we finish this, that's what we're going to do this afternoon. We're gonna I'll post a picture of them on Instagram. But you can can make little, little donut balls by just mixing them together and just putting them in the hot thing. Oh. It could be one of them fake internet things that you see, you know, where it doesn't actually work at all. But you know what? We've got some flour, thank God, and we've got some yogurt. So let's give it a go. I love that. I might, I might try that myself at the weekend with the little one. We've got bank holiday coming up, so why not? Well, I mean, for some of us, bank holidays mean nothing, but for you, it actually does. <laughs> yeah, I'm clocking off for three days, so I can't really complain. Um, but yeah, I think, to be honest, we've covered pretty much everything. Is there anything else you want to bring up on, on the conversation or 
That's a wrap up. No, just um, just a little plug for for your stuff. Like the 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 Slack channel has been been incredible this this sort of time. It's a really good community that's come together, and I do recommend that anybody that makes it this far into the episode checks it out. What's the what's the URL you've got now? On the side network. On the side network. So there you go. Come on, come and talk to us. We're always there, and there's people always giving like advice and just just give yourself a little bit of time to say, hey, I've done this. I've achieved this. What do you think of this? Yeah, I, I completely agree. It's, it's a nice little environment, not a nice community where, you know, it's, it's probably about five or six of us that are regular and just chatting all day, every day, asking for help and advice on their little projects, well-being as well. So um, it was intended for side projects, but it's just kind of grown in scope a little bit. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you've, you're enjoying that as well. It, it certainly yeah. brings some joy to me every day that I can check in with you all and see what you're up to. And and if I can just give one plug for the uh, rundown.run, if you can watch the video, because genuinely, like, I've, I've been doing YouTube for about eight, nine months now. Yeah. And, like, that is that is the video I'm most proud of, just both both script-wise and editing-wise. I'm just so pleased with it. And just, like, it's got, it's only got, like, a thousand views on, on, on Twitter. And I just think it needs more. So if you could watch that and just just make me feel a little bit better, I'm so pleased with it. You should be. I mean, remember when you, uh, you teased it to me and I was like, your daughter is the star of the show. She's wonderful. And it just adds that extra level of comedy to it all as well. Well, in a few weeks, I'm going to post an outtakes video because you'll realise that why that took an hour to record with Scarlett. Standard. <laughs> but no, good good yeah. job. And I'll, yeah, we'll definitely get the links out for rundown.run out there. Yeah. Um, as I say, any any donations welcome, but awareness is the main driver for you, by the sound of it. Absolutely. Thank you. And thank you for having me. It's uh, It's good to catch up and hopefully... We can do this again in a few months and we'll all be in a completely different position. Hopefully we can do it in real life at one point as well. That'd be amazing, wouldn't it? Oh, I know. <laughs> give it give it six months when we get beyond all this craziness. Um, wait for the restraining order to uh, expire and then we'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thanks for coming along, Dom. Good to ca- catch up. No um, and Thank we'll do much. it again soon. Cheers. Yep. Thanks to everyone for listening and especially Dom for joining me for this episode of the Make Life Work podcast. As Dom mentioned, you really should pop along to his fundraising website, rundom.run. As a fellow side project fan, you can also find Dom in our On The Side community. That's available at onthesideNetwork and takes you straight into Slack. All the podcast details in previous episodes are available on my website, sidejobbling.com slash makelifework, where you can find Make Life Work Pod on most of the socials. Don't forget, we're on all the popular podcast apps, so make sure you subscribe, leave us a rating and review, and let us know what you think of it all. That's enough from me, so I will join you next time when I'll be talking to someone else from around tech about how they're coping through the COVID-19 lockdown on the Make Life Work podcast. 